Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today on the program, we continue our look at preparing for the coming storm with Ray Gano Moore. And we have an end of the month ministry update with Dr. Kenneth Hill. God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. As we come to the end of the month, I want to say thank you to all of those who have become faithful friends. It is so encouraging to know that individuals and families are joining alongside us with monthly financial support. Friends, we need your help today. Would you please consider partnering with us by giving a monthly gift and becoming a faithful friend of Watchmen on the Wall? Simply call 1-800-652-1144 and learn about the exciting benefits of becoming a faithful friend. 1-800-652-1144. Or click on the Faithful Friends section of our website to get all the details. swrc.com and click on Faithful Friends. Now, let's join Ray Gano Moore as he continues to show how you and I can be prepared for the coming storm. Preparedness saves lives and lessens chaos, suffering, and economic destruction. It is a lifestyle choice that requires commitment and action. And my guest today says that being prepared makes sense for everyone, and it is possible to do. Joining me again on the Watchman on the Wall to talk about the value of a preparedness lifestyle is Ray Gano Moore. Ray is an author and conference speaker. He is a veteran of the United States Army who is an expert on being prepared. Ray, welcome back to the program. It's great to have you on again. Thanks, James. I really appreciate it. Yeah, do it again. I love it. Well, Ray, one of the criticisms that I hear from some other Christians about a preparedness lifestyle is, where is the faith in that? I mean, people say to me, why should I prepare? Because the rapture is coming soon. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard that same thing. So how do you answer that question? Well, first of all, to answer the people of why should I prepare now and everything, my answer is, do you have car insurance? And most types, yeah, I got car insurance. Well, what about health insurance? And a lot of people, well, yeah, yeah, I got health insurance. Well, what about home insurance? And so I kind of go down the list of different insurance, and they all agree, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, do you have food insurance? Do you have medical supplies insurance? Well, I don't know, you know. So in what I teach and what I talk about, I try to present it in ways to, you know, you need to be ready. You need to prepare. You've prepared for all these other things, and you're spending money on that. So why aren't you spending money on some of the most important stuff, food, water, medicine? To answer the rapture question, I get hit up on that all the Whenever I go out speaking at conferences, I always get about three or four Christians going, well, why should I prepare? We're going through, you know, we're not going to be here in the rapture anyways. And this is something that is kind of close to me in my heart, because I have family members who do not know the Lord. I have friends who do not know the Lord. I've set up myself here to be prepared and make sure my family's ready to go and everything like that. But rapture takes place. Boom, we're out of here. When that takes place, your friends and family who do not know the Lord, you're going to be like at the top of their call list, and they're going to be coming over, and, you know, they're going to see, wow, man, he's gone, whatever. Wouldn't it be great if you have Bibles already prepared, that you've got maybe DVDs or some sort of videos or something already prepared, or, you know, booklets and so forth, 
so that when these people come over to your home and see that you're no longer hanging out anymore, you've been raptured out of there, they have a means then to you know, survive that. We do know that there are Christians that are going to survive the tribulation. That's very clear in Scripture. We know that. It's going to be overwhelming odds against them. But Scripture talks about remnant. Scripture talks about those who overcome. And so we know that there are people who, who do survive the tribulation, and they are Christians. So what are you doing about it? How can you share the love, share the hope? of friends and family who may not know the Lord may get left behind, and you have a means to actually witness to them from the other side. And some people say, oh, wow, that makes complete sense. I never even thought about that. So if anything, why not prepare for those you love who may not make it in the rapture and then witness to them, quote-unquote, on the other side? that makes sense, James? It makes great sense. Now, I believe in the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, and that's one of the tenets of our ministry. However, just because we're going to escape the specific seven-year tribulation, we're still going to face tribulations and trials and troubles before the Lord returns. I thoroughly believe that. Heavens, yes. I mean, we have great examples. Just look at China, what's happening with Christians there. Look at over the Middle East and Christians there. Christians are going through tribulation and true persecution over here in the U.S., we kind of cut it comfy and soft and, and things. But there's people over there that are literally giving their lives, being tortured, losing their heads and so forth for Christ. Ask them if they're in the tribulation. And they're like, heck yeah, man, I'm in the tribulation. Well, last time we were talking about realistic weapons, and I'd like to pick up there again. You teach that just because you have a weapon, it doesn't mean that you have the proper mindset. Would you explain what you mean by the proper mindset? I have a little code that I live by, and so, for example, when I'm in my home, I'm at code white, and so I'm not carrying any weapons on me, I'm not on high alert or anything like that, but what I do, as soon as I strap that weapon on and I start weaponizing myself, and I walk out that front door, I now am in a higher alert mode, and so that's my yellow mode, and I'm constantly scanning around me, looking around me, so forth and so on. And then having the mindset that if someone is going to hurt me or my family, I am going to take them out, period. And because if you don't have a proper mindset, what's going to happen is you're going to fight, flight, or freeze. And so fight is what I want you to do. And your brain is a computer. If you have not run the program of I am going to fight, I'm going to take this person out, and you constantly tell that to yourself, then when that time happens, your body is going to react. Your body's going to access the program that it finds first. And so if you've been training your mind, you've been training your body to that you are going to jump into the fight, your brain will automatically go into action. For me, what happens when this situation takes place, time slows down. And there's a scientific name for it and everything, but I am able to quickly react and take charge. Whereas... If you haven't programmed your mind, then you're going to either run or you're going to freeze. And in both cases, you and your family are in mortal danger. If you run, you will literally run. Your body will literally run. You will leave your wife and kids behind. And I've heard story after story after story, people running, you know, because they're afraid for their lives. And they're doing what their body is telling them to because they haven't programmed their mind to fight. And then the same thing with freezing. 
They haven't programmed their body to fight. So what happens is they literally freeze and they cannot move. And these are instinctual things that are born into our DNA. And there's nothing you can do about it unless you've trained ahead of time, unless you've made mental note, mental preparations that bad guy comes, I shoot him, he dies. And that's a hard thing to say, but it's either you and your family or the bad guy. I'm going to choose the bad guy every time. It's a no-brainer. When I was in the Army, we always used to say you train as you fight, so it is important that if you're going to carry a weapon, you need to learn how to use that weapon and be prepared to use it. I totally agree with you. One of your presentations, Ray, is titled Food, Water, and Medicine, Are You Prepared? Now, after COVID, you couldn't find toilet paper. Now it seems that with all the so-called supply chain issues, empty store shelves are just common. So it is important to have extra food, water, and medicine on hand, isn't it? Oh, very much so. The supply chains, I keep an eye on the supply chains very closely. And it's not really getting any better. One of the things that I really highly recommend people is when you're wherever you go shopping, allocate yourself a certain monetary amount. That every time you go to the grocery store, I'm going to buy something with preps. And so a good number, $5, $10. And so every time you go to the grocery store, you buy $10 worth of supplies. That may be toilet paper, Band-Aids, you know, cans of soup, cans of Spam, whatever it is. But have that allotted. So every time you walk into that grocery store, you're slowly building up your preps. You're only spending $10 here, $10 there. And what you're doing is you're building your pantry up. And so, you know, buy that extra toilet paper, buy that extra bag of rice, buy that couple cans of Spam or peanut butter or whatever it is that your family enjoys eating and everything, and just make it a habit. And if you do that, and I call this baby steps, if you take these baby steps, all of a sudden you're realizing that when you look behind you, you go, wow, I've really got a big pantry full of food and medicine and so forth, because you've taken your time to do it over time. Another thing that I really like is a company called Thrive Life, and it's one of the few companies that you can allocate a certain amount of money, and you go in, make a wish list, and then what you do is you just you know, basically fire and forget. Every month they pull you know, $50 of food from your wish list or $100, however much you want to allocate, you allocate it, and it's a fire and forget situation. And so every month, you slowly start building up your food preps. It is a great program, and it's one of the few companies out there that's where you can buy food over time and baby step it. It's important that people do this and not try to break the bank. Don't put it on the credit card or anything like this. Just take your time and just buy something here, buy something there. But you've got to be consistent. Ray, you do a lot of your own canning, pickling, and dehydrating. Tell me about that. I don't do much canning. But I love my dehydrator. In fact, it was just funny. Last night, we had Sunday dinner, and we had a lot of leftovers. So pork chops, asparagus, peppers, and other stuff, corn. And so after dinner, we had all these leftovers, chopped it up, cut it up, put it in the dehydrator, boom, added it to my mason jars. And it's a great way, again, baby steps. And a great thing with a dehydrator is you're not wasting any food at all. And then fermentation, I'm getting ready to push a video out on my YouTube channel about fermenting using a European crock pot. And it's just teaching people how to ferment. I love making cheese. I love making kraut and so forth, kombucha. 
is another item. But a lot of these things, fermented-wise, are good for gut health. And it's been proven that fermented foods using the lactic acid fermentation process will cure and stop the flu, as well as many other diseases. So getting this back into our system, because this is what our great-great-great-great-grandfathers and grandparents did over the ages, is they fermented a lot of food. And basically, if you can think about it and you eat it, you can ferment it or dehydrate it. Ray, let me ask you, how much water should a person have on hand in case of an emergency? I think people should have at least one gallon per person per day, but it's more realistic to have three gallons per person per day. You can go out and get these big blue water jugs, water cans, and I want to say there's something like 50 bucks. And it's a 55-gallon drum. Throw them in your garage and then fill them up with water, and boom. On top of that, I'm a big fan of what's called the Berkey water filter system. Yes, we have a Berkey, yes. Yeah, love it. I've got a creek here, so I can go down to the creek, get water there, run it through my Berkey. The water in the 55-gallon drums, I can run it through the Berkey. You run everything through the Berkey, and it will purify mud, basically. But by having three gallons per person per day, and it's just doing easy math, and then that way you have at least some drinking water and so forth, as well as if you've got a pool in the backyard, your Berkey will even take out the chlorine and stuff. So look for other sources of water, you know, creeks, lakes, streams, rivers, the back of your toilet, you know, things like that, and run everything through your Berkey. Several other products where you can um, fill up your bathtub. So if you know something is coming, like the hurricanes, when I was living in Texas, hurricanes were pretty prevalent. And so every time a hurricane would come, we'd fill up all the bathtubs, just make sure that we had extra water on hand and everything. And if we didn't need it, we didn't need it. But a bathtub holds about 55 to 75 gallons, depending on how big your bathtub is, of water. And so this is water that you can use, and these are good backup systems if you have enough time to fill your bathtubs up. But you run everything through your Berkey. I'm James Collins, and I'm visiting today with Ray Gano Moore about his DVD, Surviving the Coming Storm. You can order your copy of this fantastic real-world practical teaching now by calling 1-800-652-1144. That toll-free number is 1-800-652-1144. Or you can always order online at swrc.com. Now, Ray, I want to talk about first aid kits. You have a section in the DVD about first aid kits. What kind of things should someone have in their first aid kit or their first aid bag? For example, I get allergies. And so one of the things that I purchase a lot of is allergy medicine. My wife and I both at times, you get upset tummies and everything. So I buy stomach meds. I buy extra vitamins. I buy painkillers or pain relievers. Motrin and ibuprofen and all these others. So having a lot of pain relievers on hand is also a good idea. But basically anything that you think that you can use, and the best thing to do is track your spending at wherever it is you go shopping for the whole year. Because like us, we save every receipt. So I'm able to look at everything that we bought and everything. Oh, we bought this, we bought that, we bought that. And if you find that you're buying it over and over again, stock up on it. Another thing is hygiene products. Go out and buy 12 tubes of toothpaste. Boom, you don't have to buy toothpaste for a year. Same thing with toothbrushes. Find these little things that you can stock up on, spend 10 bucks on, and then boom, you're done shopping for the whole year. So there's a lot of things that you can do that way to stretch the dollar and save a penny. 
and apply those pennies in other areas. But the best thing to do is really look at what you are doing already. And then on top of that is, you know, have a great first aid kit with lots of bandages. I believe in having a gun wound kit, and that's with an Israeli survival bandage, a tourniquet, tampons. A uh, tampon is great. A small tampon is a 22. A medium tampon is a 9-millimeter, and a large tampon is a 45. We used to carry those in Iraq. We carried them in our pockets just for that very purpose, right, yeah. So, you know, get hit by a balloon, boom, shove a tampon, and then treat later. At least what you're doing is you're stopping the bleeding for right now. Now, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, man, that's not a great idea. It's not meant for treatment. It's to stop the bleeding and then get the guy to treatment or right. get the person to treatment. So these are things that, you know, a gunshot kit. What I've got are these shoe boxes that are clear shoe boxes, and each one is, you know, flu, stomach meds, allergies, and I have all these different shoe boxes and you can buy them at Walmart. They're clear. And I just label them for whatever it is. And if there's some need or something, I go down to our prep room, grab the box, boom, all of it's all right there. And, it's, again, it's part of buying in baby steps. So instead of spending $10 maybe on food, maybe you go spend $10 on meds. And you know what meds you need, you know, what ails you. And, you know, and so you want to stock up on a lot of these things so that you are ready. My guest today has been Ray Gano Moore. We've been talking about his DVD, Surviving the Coming Storm. Ray, you're a great guest. I want to thank you for your military service. I always thank a fellow veteran. Thank you for your military service. Thank you for your service to the Lord also and God's people. I really appreciate your time today. Well, thank you so much. Is it okay I tell people how to contact me? Sure. I live on Facebook, folks, and you'll find me on Facebook, Raymond Moore, M-H-O-R. And then my website is RaymondMoore.com or The Kilted Prepper, and you can go there, and I work really hard answering people's questions and everything, so check me out on Facebook, give me a nice friend request, go to my website also, see my YouTube channel and YouTube videos and so forth and so on. So if you've got questions, I'll be more than happy to help answer them and get you moving on your preparedness lifestyle. The complete two-day conversation with Ray Gano Moore is available on CD when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144 or online swrc.com. Today, we have a special collection of DVDs that will help you and your family be prepared. Surviving the Coming Storm, Consider the Ant Home Defense, and Consider the Ant Bug Out Bags. All three of these DVDs are designed to help you be ready for whatever may come. And all of these presentations are biblically based and offer realistic solutions for real people. Order the Preparedness Collection today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144 or order online, swrc.com. Today is the last day of August, so it's time for a ministry check-in with ministry president, Dr. Kenneth Hill. There's a new life that's being talked about in Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5:13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. 
For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. How important is it for us to know that we should be loving our neighbor even as we love ourselves? Hallelujah. (laughs) How the Lord has blessed us with such a wonderful blessing. The law is fulfilled in this very thing that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. As followers of Jesus Christ, even when we think of this thing called Christian love, if we love Christ as we should, we will love him even as we love ourselves. Hallelujah! What a Savior we have in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah, indeed. Well, my friend, the law is fulfilled in this thing of loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. And I will be praying for you that your love will be wonderful exceeding and great, and that that love will be totally fulfilled in the love that you have for others. What a wonderful thing for us to truly know. And I trust that you do know that your love can be and should be fulfilled in Christ Jesus. May that be the truth in your life, my friend. God's so good to us. He brings us these wonderful nuggets of truth and teaches us to follow Jesus Christ even as he himself has taught us to do. And what are you working on today? What, what's your number one effort today? Is it to love one another even as you love yourself? That would be a very good thing for you to do, to show forth your love for everyone in the body of Christ Jesus, our Lord. May that be the case. Well, my friend, we are thankful for what God is doing for us and to us and with us and through us. Here in this life, we see God at work. Moment by moment, day by day, God is working in each of our lives to bring us into a faith setting where we are trusting Almighty God to use us in his work, in his service. And may that be the case this very day. The work of God has been going forward here at SWRC Ministries and through our Watchmen on the Wall broadcast and all that's been happening. God has been blessing abundantly the things that are in his hands. And it makes us excited. It certainly makes me excited 
to see God at work as he is. And I would say to you that God is wanting us to be handling the Word of God in such a way as to please Him. May it be that we, because of our love for Christ, will give forth measure running over to those whom we serve, those with whom we work, that we might be useful in their arms. And as we think of those things that God has set before us to do, may we take charge of the various outreaches. And then may we take what God has given us and use these things for his heart choices. Here at SWRC Ministries, we find many opportunities that are given to us that we have not even thought about until this very moment. But God is using his servants, his givers and workers, and those that are so inclined to love the Lord. He's using each one of us to reach others for Jesus Christ. And I trust that that's the case with you, my friend, that you're doing that. And even as we have financial needs here at the ministry, you are giving us opportunity of meeting those outreaches and to enjoy the service of the Lord as we serve Christ Jesus himself. May it be the case with you, dear friend, that as you serve the Lord, you'll see his work go forward. My friend, would you pray with me now, please? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for watching over us and for caring for us. And Lord, when we make mistakes, when we have an error in judgment or we don't do something exactly the way we should do it, help us to understand what you would have us to do. And then, Lord, help us to understand you in such a fashion that your Holy Spirit would take hold of this one that is your own child, your own servant, and will be used of you in this effort of outreach. We thank you that you are wanting us to be used of you. And we thank you that you've given us the opportunity to be used of you on a daily basis. Now, Father, use each one of us as you would see fit, and we thank you for what you're doing. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Today we have a special collection of DVDs that will help you and your family be prepared. All three of these DVDs are designed to help you be ready for whatever may come. All of the presentations are biblically based and offer realistic solutions for real people. 
Order the Preparedness Collection today when you call 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online swrc.com. Tomorrow, James Collins and Dr. Kenneth Hill begin a brand new series examining the different views of Bible prophecy. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.